0: Sixty-six. To focus your mind so on you manifesting your so desires. You manifesting is the process of bringing something into reality with your thoughts and actions. Episode. Hey, yeah, hey. That was,
1: hey, that was, uh, like hey that use was, your uh, imaginations. Hey, uh, Hey! <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, three gulps hey. Three goals that time. <laughs> What, I
0: did what? Three go for I, I
1: I got it. Done. Use your imaginations, hey. Imaginations, hey. don't be little. <laughs> hey, no way. Hey, Ninoa. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Unspoken Words, episode 166. And over here to my left, all the way from El Jesus, Number eighty three in a place to be the pod gotti, and he ain't even trying to preach. Randy B say Shoda. Mahalo, 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 mahalo. from that island, that LG island, <laughs>
0: from the islands of LG. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Baloney. <laughs> and all over here on my right, all the way from Bob Boy I know, I know, I know no. he is your favorite Indian, You're in one ace. JCB say shoda. Show da Levato's. And tonight special guest in the house across the way from me tonight. It is Bryce Hugs the Third, aka Happy, all the way from up the road in Arrow Creek. uh uh-huh. say Say da.
2: What's up? What's okay. up? What's Good up? What's right. up?
1: Right. Hey, and you know me, Mo Hugs, not drugs, all the way from up the road in Arrow Creek. Uh, hey. And know, we are unspoken much words. Clappy. It's alright. It was clappable. It was very clappable. It was very clappable. It was so clappable, I <laughs> jumped the
3: gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: like, man, I just feel like clapping. I just feel like clappy.
3: <laughs>
0: Does should feel like
1: clapping? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew that was <laughs> oh, my God, just,
4: you're so stupid.
1: We should call you Clappy.
5: <laughs> you should call me
1: Clappy. <laughs> <Yuck>. <laughs> Clap <laughs> Better
5: Clappy <laughs> <laughs> I'll
3: show you Clappy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm scared now. Somebody rebuke her.
4: What's her name? She's a little aggressive, isn't she? I yes,
1: sir. Might have to call security. Kind of foul mouth, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to get into Bryce's story in a little bit, but before that, I got a little trivia questions, but before I even get into that, man, quick question around the horn, um, quick reflection. How was your Xmas? How was your Christmas? How'd that go, family? Did you get what you want?
0: Yeah, it was great, man. It was a good time. Right on, right on. Did, yes, was Santa good to you? Yes, very good.
1: Right on, right on. But you, Bryce? It was excellent. I got what I wanted. Right on. Was it Love. <laughs> I'd rather not say. <laughs>
4: that. This is a family show. <laughs> yeah. This is a
1: family show. What about you, favorite Indian? I didn't get shit. No, just kidding. Hey, you did. you just, just said it was a family <laughs> show. <laughs> I said it was. <laughs> it was. No, uh, it was
4: cool. I went and ate with my pops, and yeah, I'm I'm in the process of getting what I want. I showed oh, got you got gift that. cards. Yeah, I asked for gift cards so I can get that my new next toy. Okay. Okay. What was it? That uh, um the machine that I showed you. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: To, to,
3: to, to
4: be TBA. TBA.
1: To be determined. To be announced. To be announced later. Right on. Yeah. Later. Uh,
4: <laughs> why are you?
0: Why are you using that voice?
3: What voice? <laughs> that voice. Randy just likes this. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: makes me you smile. Just, just takes him back to the nineties.
4: <laughs> oh, 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 oh.
1: It
3: just makes him giddy. What about you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it was a good Christmas, you know. We had a good gathering and um we have our annual bingo and stuff and we turn into like a game with like Christmas presents and stuff. Okay. So yeah, that was fun. We had I made my menudo and I was gone. Oh man I was able to get one bow and that was it. I think I saw your story.
0: Yeah, yeah. we had my story. I was chopping yeah. up
1: the ishbo and stuff. I was playing a peyote song that said happy birthday.
3: Oh, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you know, it's uh, Jesus' birthday. That's what we're celebrating. So I made him some menudo. And sang
4: happy birthday, huh?
1: Hey, do you eat menudo? Yes. All I right. I, I, love love it. It. I love it. I love, I love it, too. Good. You eat it, too, right? You know it, baby. All right, that's right. We're all, we're we're all there's menudo There's some people, we have some guests where they don't eat menudo. Oh. Crazy, huh?
2: Mm-hmm. And they're native too. Yeah. yeah. They say they are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they say they are. I don't even know if they're in road
2: yeah.
3: They probably don't
1: have enough <laughs> blood to be in road yeah. They're just <laughs> descendants. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. oh man. <laughs>
4: fighting words
1: right Just there. kidding. Oh hey, these are jokes, man. Just ending the year with some jokes. You know how we started. But I uh,
4: but I support you. Yes. I don't think they're they're just descendants. If you don't we can't eat the menudo. No,
1: yeah, there is some like Yeah, there's some natives that are 7 seven eights that won't eat menudo. Seven eights? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's,
3: What's your degree?
1: My degree it's in psychology, psychology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm supposed to be 7 seven eights. I've said this on you. Remember it was like so my oldest brother, his um, blood quantum or whatever is like seven eighths, but then me and my two other siblings were like 13 sixteenths. It's dumb. That's crazy. Same mom and dad,
4: everything. You know, what's funny is, uh, my, my older sister, hers is, um, uh, I want to say 15, 30 seconds. Cause my mom is not crow. Yeah. yeah.
1: But on mine, it says three fourths. no i think it's like the administration so like whoever's in that administration they they select the formula that they're going to use okay so just recently um this past summer and going into the fall the administration allowed for so if your grandparents or your parents were full blood like native it didn't even matter like if they're a quarter this, and 75 this, then they could get enrolled in the tribe that they're enrolled as a hundred, one over one. Really? Yep. Oh. So that just happened. And, like, um, on my wife's side, my little nephew, he was able to be enrolled in Crow because his grandparents were half, each half. One, they're half Crow and Cree on one side and half Crow and Grovant on the other side. But because they were full- native they're able to go to the enrollment office and be take their half up to one over one. Dang. Hey, there you go. I thought that was genius. That is genius. I mean it's not like it's not like they're not native on the other end. rather than trying to water us down
4: and fade us phase us out.
0: Yeah. That's crazy because uh your brother that is seven eight is more crow than you. I know. Yeah. 7H no, is greater than 13 more So than my, my
1: daughter now, because her grandparents are full-blooded now, on her mom's side, she is 15 sixteenths crow.
0: More crow than you.
1: More crow than me.
2: Wow. Weird. That's
0: fantastic. <sighs> I can see that, though.
1: I know. I mean, it's a good thing. Yeah. But it's like, man, she ain't more crow than me.
3: <laughs> I'll, I'll crow you any day. I'm the crowest in here. <laughs> crow- Crower
1: in here. I'm the crowest one in this house.
3: <laughs> you say
1: that or what? <laughs> so, y'all ain't even seven eighths. <laughs> Don't
0: forget who's the crowest one in here. <laughs> you guys may be crow. Just remember, I'm the (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: crowist.
1: You might be crow, but you're not crow like me. <laughs>
0: I am the crowest of them all.
3: <laughs>
1: the crowest. <laughs> I should just start dancing you like that. Number eighty-three in a place to be, he's the crowest. The crowest one. He's the crowest of them all. <laughs> <laughs> I just sit around him and I feel more cruel.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Baloney! Are you guys ready for some trivia? Let's try get down it. To get trivia. Try it out. It is illegal to do what in the French vineyards?
4: Kisses. Uh, uh In the French,
1: eat grapes. Uh. Two more guesses.
0: To hug somebody. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm clueless. Land of flying saucer. What? Mm-hmm. That's what it says? I'm um, never going there then. I know. It's like, where am I going to park? <laughs> <laughs> the crowest one of all.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: that, that seems a little, I don't want, racist.
1: In Texas... It's illegal to swear in front of what? A lady. Uh, a church. Uh, the post office. Oh, policeman. Uh, a corpse. Wow. That was my next guess. <laughs> you were close when you said lady. I'm just kidding. <laughs> a dead lady. Oh, she's deadly. I know. <laughs> A deadly auntie.
3: Just pure deadly in
1: it. Oh, wait. Hey, get away from us. <laughs> you know you like it. <laughs> Not even. You scare me. Get out of here, Brenda. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. You. I scare you in a good way. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Anyway.
3: <laughs>
1: Randy's loins are getting scared. <laughs>
3: Randy's starting to tremble.
1: (laughs) And I just started shaking. (laughs) (laughs) In Georgia, it's illegal to eat what with a fork? We've had this one. Peaches. We've had this one? We've had it.
4: It's like a month
0: ago. It's illegal to eat... Why? Why? Uh, ice cream. What did, what
4: did, ice cream. No, pie. I know what the already said pie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um What kind of pie? No, i just kidding. Pie? <laughs> <Out of mold>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What do they eat in Georgia? Pecans. <laughs> bologna. It's illegal to eat bologna. No, just kidding. Yeah. Fried chicken. Oh, oh yeah. See? Yeah. With a spoon. I remember
4: with that. With
0: a fork.
3: Oh,
4: yeah. I was
0: like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. So you can't even pick up the.
1: Nah, man. They'll take you right to jail. Down in Georgia. That's a felony no offense. Can't be using them forks. I use your fingers. Well, I ain't never going to Georgia then. You got to be a man and use your hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh,
3: oh. <laughs>
1: the first hockey puck used and early outdoor hockey games were made of what? Cow shit. Electrical it was, tape. Yeah. Yeah. What's really? that on? Yeah. It's okay, I knew I that one.
3: That. What?
1: In Minnesota, it is illegal to tease what type of animal?
0: Cows. The timber
3: wolves. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, man, we're doing good, dog. Hey, man, I know. We're number one in the West, baby. Heck
1: yeah.
4: Ants. What kind of animals are in besides timber
0: wolves? There's There's a lot of wolverines, dairy cows. a lot of cows out there.
1: Badgers, skunks. Yeah. No, <clears throat> badgers. Oh, skunks. Yep. Yeah. Oh, is it a skunk? Yeah, skunk. It's illegal to what? It's illegal to tease a skunk in Minnesota. Who the heck came up with that law? I don't know, man. That
4: seems like good advice for anywhere, not just Minnesota. Yeah, that's what I'm
1: saying. Yeah. Maybe they just got tired of it probably what was marilyn monroe's natural hair color black she was brunette brunette Oh, she, uh, was, she was a redhead 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 really that was I didn't know that. Guess. that was i was today years old when i knew that today i <laughs> hey, yeah, like no. that i got one yeah what are the lines for in the freezer oh so you can stand up your steaks
0: yeah i seen that video how old were you like today years old? About last year years <laughs> old. <laughs> I saw the meme, dog. That's what you reminded me of.
1: Like in the old school fr- yeah. freezers? Yeah.
0: So they have those lines, those grooves in the freezer, remember?
1: Yeah, so you can like the steak packages. You so can you just can... stand them up. Really? Yeah. Huh.
0: Yeah, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to I stack them.
1: Down. You're supposed to. Sidebar or up, up and yeah. down like that? Yeah. Okay. Like a book? Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 exactly. The Dewey Decimal System. Who sang about being Eggman and a walrus? What? Elton John. <inaudible> <clears throat> Same era. David Bowie. Yeah, <STALK clears throat> are close. Queen. Close. Steven Tyler. Uh, No, it's a little later. This one was before. Um, way before Steven Tyler.
0: Buddy Holly. Whoa. The Doors. <clears throat> hmm. <laughs>
1: The Beatles. Johnny Cash. The Beatles?
4: Yeah. Eggman and what?
1: Uh Man, we're not knowing. Eggman and a walrus. And a walrus. A walrus, huh? Yeah. Huh. Who were on the human body or where on the human body is a zygomatic bone found? Your elbow. And your foot. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Zygomatic?
0: Yeah. Oh, your that's neck. by your neck.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Give me that turkey neck.
1: Give the, the neck for me. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot the joke about it what piece parts of the turkey be like. I like the hips. <laughs> 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 the yeah. facial cheek, the wishbone. What? Uh, <laughs> zygoma? <laughs> is, that, is that
4: your cheekbone or
1: what? I guess. How many zygomatic?
4: How many bones
1: you got in your cheek? <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs>
1: Moving right along.
3: I don't know why that was funny.
1: What it was? It was illegal for women to wear what in 19th century Florence? Pants.
0: <laughs> no. No, didn't they have to wear dresses?
1: A bathing suit.
3: Hmm.
4: Um,
0: hats.
1: Ballet da.
3: Ah <laughs> uh, <laughs> The crow is one of them ball. Baley da. The
4: crow is one of all. ball.
3: Baley da. Buttons. Buttons?
1: Buttons. 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 Oh, you have to be zippers, huh? (laughs) Who claimed he could drive away the devil with a fart? With a fart? With
0: a fart. John Newton. (laughs) (laughs) Who? I don't know. (laughs) Chuck (laughs) Norris.
1: I don't
0: know who that is,
4: bro.
1: (laughs) Um Pope John Paul II. No. But, yeah, if you know your church history, you might know who this person is. Mother Teresa. <laughs> little uh, way before Mother oh, I Teresa. I thought you were going to say Little Wayne.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <me too>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, bugger, go suck, Mother Teresa. Ballader.
3: Ballader. Ah, Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just that.
5: Um, What's that lady's name on the, the app? <laughs>
1: yeah, I,
0: I lost
4: my train of thought, man. <laughs> Martin Luther.
0: What's oh. Martin Luther? Yeah, man. He's
1: he's the crowest one.
0: <laughs> the crowest one. <laughs>
1: Driving away with that gas. In St. Louis, Missouri, it's illegal for a firefighter to rescue who? 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 Um,
4: I don't know. It's illegal for a firefighter to rescue... Is it an
0: animal or people?
4: <laughs> it's a person. Their mother-in-law.
0: No. Well, they don't. a race, huh? Yeah. Black <clears throat> folks. No, no. Jeez. (laughs) No, I'm not being
3: controversial. No, I know. Hey, why did you ruin your eyes? (laughs) Because
1: it's always about race. (laughs) 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 It's about color. (laughs)
3: It's
1: always got to be about color. I know. Undressed women, even if they're in wearing their nightgown. So if you're wearing
0: a nightgown, you got to let it burn
4: you're wearing a nightgown, you're like, I said, that's let Usher it burn. Made, yeah, That's
0: where Usher got that song let from. Let it
1: burn, baby.
4: Damn, read, read your up.
0: history, man. Read your history. That's where Usher got that
1: song. He from Georgia. We're yeah, from, from, from St. Louis. St. Louis,
3: baby. <laughs> <laughs> Missouri.
1: Let it burn.
3: <laughs>
1: what was banned in Indonesia for stimulating passion? Tea.
3: <laughs> no. Bailey Bikinis! Bailey Haku! Uh, Ah, (laughs) itchy. Ah, itchy.
4: Now we know you're the crowest one.
3: Hula hoops. What? Uh,
0: They're banned where? (laughs) In
1: Indonesia because they stimulated passion. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> but they let everything else go, huh? I, I don't know. I don't know anything about Indonesia. Uh, all, I, I know I heard, now that they, they ban hula hoops. I heard it's a pretty shady place. Oh, really? They make a lot of. Well, stuff. Where'd you use? hear that? The American news. The American. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is it? Fox News? Is that what Fox told you?
4: No. What were they saying?
1: Uh, mass media
4: or pop or <clears throat> mainstream media? Or how would they? How did they start out that whole thing? I don't know.
1: You're oh, the one that they? you got you need to see on the Instagram. <laughs> let's let's just I don't know. You tell me how they started. <laughs> what was Hugh Hefner's jet plane named? I know Bryce knows this one.
2: I don't. <laughs>
1: He's a big Hef fan. Um close? Oh, I thought you were,
4: um Your first word was right. Hef. <laughs>
3: that that wasn't your first word. <laughs> big word
1: big bird no that the first words right,
0: big yeah, big half
1: <laughs> no. big bunny
3: ball so you got big bunny it uh, it itch- itch- uh, itch- in
1: June in Wyoming, it's illegal to take a picture of what
5: the, the sun
1: sun
4: <laughs> <laughs> um in June, mm hmm Cows. <laughs> Deer. Antelope. Buffalo. <laughs> A rabbit. Okay. Why? That was
0: oh. my next guess. I don't
1: know. What I was going to say that next.
4: <clears throat> Probably that's their uh, mating season.
1: In football, who is nicknamed the Divine Ponytail? <laughs>
3: <Is that laughs> the uh, Divine Ponytail?
1: That? Yeah. I have no idea who this person is. Um...
4: Clay Matthews.
1: Roberto Baggio? Baggio? i never heard of him. I don't know. Probably a kicker. <laughs> Who do you call... a? What do you call a group of unicorns? <laughs> I told you they to were real. Group of unicorns? Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I
4: a lot of words come to mind if I saw a group, group of unicorns. What would you say? What the... No, I'm just kidding. Um, A herd. Hmm.
0: Nope. A a gaggle. A flock. Unikai. (laughs)
3: Unikai. (laughs) (laughs) A
4: blessing. What? A blessing. A blessing is a herd of unicorns.
1: Mm -hmm. All right. (laughs) Where were the fortune cookies invented?
0: Asia <laughs> <laughs> that narrows it no. down. San How Francisco, no? yes. I'm trying to be PC. What is it? Chick San Francisco.
1: What is banned in public places in Florida after 6 p.m. on a Thursday? Beer. Music. Eh.
4: Inhibition.
0: <laughs> Beach parties.
4: Nope. Um, Gators. Gators. I would think they'd be banned here all around,
1: but how about flip-flops? Balada. Farting.
0: Oh, you can't fart there?
1: Man, Thursdays after 6. Until so when? It's, it's 8 p.m. there now. So, no farting part. in here. Can't be farting around. 12 minutes after. It's 12 minutes after. You're late. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> somebody's going to get a ticket because, uh, no, I'm just kidding. When held to ultraviolet ultraviolet light, what animal's urine glows in the dark? Fish. Uh, <laughs> fish.
4: An otter.
1: Uh, what fish? is a squirrel? Uh, Lion. What is a horse? What is a bat? Donkey for 400.
4: (laughs) Kangaroo. A cat. Okay. That was my name. Well, it's kind of close. Lion's a
1: cat. Yeah. But it's a widow cat. Oh. A kangaroo can't hop if what? He has one leg.
3: <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> he's hopping
4: in a circle, I
3: guess.
1: Sure, you can still hop with one leg.
4: Just going <laughs> hopping in a
3: circle.
1: I,
4: you can't hop if he's going backwards, or they can't go backwards.
1: No, that's not the answer. Uh, um, if something lifts its tail off the ground, so they need their
4: tail to hop. Guess so. Like must be for bounce. Ba- because I do know they can't go backwards.
0: Rabbits? <laughs> kangaroos. Jesus. Oh, kangaroos can't oh go backwards? <laughs> Put your phone down. <laughs> All
1: right, last one. What was Walt Disney afraid of? Jews. Mice. <laughs> it was mice. It was mice. That's, is that why he made Mickey Mouse? Probably. His biggest fear. Yeah Steamboat Willie Was the original Mickey Mouse
0: Okay Good old
1: steamboat Little steamboat <clears throat> Ah chick. Ah, ah chick. Alright Bryce You feeling warmed up?
4: You guys think you're smart But you're not You didn't get any of those right
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> But yeah. I still you love
3: feeling?
1: you <laughs> <laughs> Still loves you Bryce Alright
2: Thank you Alright <laughs> <laughs> Yep
3: I feel Bryce up. Are you ready to go or what?
2: Yeah, I am Fuzz, let's go then
3: Let's go then
2: Alright,
1: let's do it <laughs> Alright, so DJ, give me that high sign if you're ready Whenever you give me that high sign, alright So DJ, why don't you hit me with that beat Yo, let's get into our topic Yo, let's get into our topic All right, all right, all right, all right. We're here in episode one sixty six. We got Bryce Hugs the third here. And <clears throat> he's gonna be we're gonna put him in the hot seat. So we're gonna ask you some questions, just kind of go through your story and ask you about your whys and stuff. Uh JC will start out and then Randy will follow up and then I got some questions at the end there. But um <clears throat> if there's anything that you've been I know you've been listening to our podcast here and there. Um, and your travels and stuff so if you got any questions for us you'll have time to ask us at the end here but um with that i'm gonna throw it over here to your favorite indian take it away Ha ha uh-huh. hey
4: all right so first of all thank you for joining us this lovely evening and allowing yourself to be put in the hot seat but um yeah why don't you just start out by introducing yourself you know give us a rundown where you're from all that good stuff.
2: All right. Well, I'm Bryce Huggs, the third, and I come all the way from uh, Bapua, prior, Montana, and I uh, grew up there. I'm probably going to die there, but <laughs> I, it's so beautiful. It's a beautiful place. You know, people say mm-hmm. that they want to move, you know, and, and I, I grew up with hearing that in high school is that, you know, they want to leave the reservation, and there's no, um, there's no... uh I'm not against that, but for me, it, I see the beauty in Reservation, and we we live right underneath the mountains, uh, a beautiful valley, and the Pryor Mountains, the priors, and like I said, I'll probably die there, and yeah, no, that's that's where I come from, and that's where I'm going to be probably for the rest of my life.
4: Oh, I agree. It's definitely beautiful out there. Um, <clears throat> So... Can you tell us a little bit about your, uh, a little bit about your history growing up? Like, I guess what we're kind of looking for is, um, for our purposes here today, is you know how you grew up, where you grew up, were you exposed to drugs and alcohol, that kind of thing?
2: Yes, I was exposed, and I feel like every Native American on the reservation has been exposed to one drug or alcohol or, or another, and. I grew up in a safe environment, um, fairly safe. I have parents that protected me, but yet somehow alcohol or even drugs, they find a way to seep into every family. And I'm not saying that there is no such thing as a perfect family because I know that there can be, and there you can strive to be perfect, right? Uh, staying staying away from all that stuff and bringing in love and, and help and... and uh, and protectiveness over your kids i'm not saying that it's not possible it is possible to bring perfection but you're always going to chase it but i grew up with a loving mom a loving dad and i grew up with five siblings and i also realized that it was not really exposed through my parents but it was through others around and i've seen it i've seen it i observed i'd like to Just note that I feel like I give myself the title as an observer. I observe and I say very little, but even now I am talking, but I try to say what I mean because I don't talk very much. But I observed and I've seen that it led to nowhere. I've seen aunties, uncles, uh, fathers, mothers, uh, even grandfathers and grandmothers, they... Take that road to addiction and it destroys everything it's like poison uh a rotten apple in a uh, a full uh healthy apples uh, in a basket of healthy apples it just rots time as time goes on it rots and I've seen that, and I observed it ever since I was in grade school and I told myself i told myself i said, why would anyone choose?" Why would you choose to rot yourself away slowly? You know, some people say it's suicide by alcohol, suicide by meth, suicide by cocaine, suicide by all these things, substances, pills. And it really is. I've seen family members die from these things. And I, and it hurts. I see their kids. I, I grew up with their kids and they cry like, mom, you know, I want my mom back and She's dead because of her addiction. I want my dad back. He's dead because of his addiction. I've realized that. And I like how, I don't want to say too much because I don't know all your guys' questions, but my uncle, you know, he told me that I want to know what is on the other side of the coin. Well, I'm it. I'm it. And I could say 100%. That I never touched alcohol, never touched any of the substances, pills, addictions. And I'm the living side of that coin. There's not very much. And I told myself and I made a pact with God. I made a pact with God in high school and I said, God, if you can keep me and give me love and protection and keep my family, and keep me sane, I will go to church I'll worship you i'll 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 do anything for you, but you have to keep me sane because I've seen people go to alcohol because they're insane i've seen people go to all these substances pills because they're insane they're trying to look for sanity in substances, but it's not there it 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 actually gets worse as I've seen it covers up. As some people are, maybe I never heard this term before, but it's like covering up a, like, crap with a blanket. You know, like, oh, I got rid of this crap, and I covered it with a blanket, but it's still there. It's still there. It still stinks. Your sanity does not come from substances, but it comes from something higher, something more than sub something that you cannot see. The scripture tells us that we fix our, thing, or we fix our eyes on what is unseen because we know that what we see is temporary and what we do not see is eternal and that's scripture there are scriptures that held me throughout my whole life and it's tidbits here and there just to get me through the trials ahead or the trials i'm in but i like to just i think i escaped with that question
4: that's all right. <clears throat> it's your it's your story. You go. Um, but it does kind of bring to mind um, this next question. So you, you obviously, you know, like you said, we're all exposed to it. I mean, that's kind of a silly question to ask somebody who grew up on the res. But so you're growing up, you made that decision. Like, I don't understand why they're doing that. What was that like growing up knowing that all your peers were out there? Did you get the peer pressure? Did they say things to you or did you
2: just kind of, you know, just brush that off? Or how did you how did that work? You know, um, it just also comes to mind. I'm not the only one that did not do that. Um, the one that comes to mind, and uh, it's just to mention, is Rusty Stans. Very smart, very talented, and it's people like that that encouraged me. Uh, I think even Fanny Cliff, Fanny um, uh, Ward. You know, she like it's those ones that encouraged me to go on and that it is possible to be peer pressured to have peer pressure around you and people in the environment the atmosphere but you can still move on you can talk to them you just cannot do what they're doing and you know it's very sad to say because even if my as you you said peers my classmates they 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 do it. They did it. And some of them are very low in their life even right now. And I don't do that to put on anyone on the spot. But I've seen it. I'm an observer. I observed. I seen it. I see it. And I like to just say that that's not a road that anyone should take. Even to experience, even if they think that living life could be just open about everything. You shouldn't be open to everything. There are limitations. Even in the word of God, it tells us that you cannot serve two masters because you're going to hate one and love the other. No matter what. You have to choose a path. And whatever you choose, that's what you're going to have. And what I've seen, alcohol did not save anybody. Substances did not save anybody. Uh, Maybe mothers Mothers are good to put your faith in. Fathers are good. Some fathers, some mothers. But then where do they get their strength? See, there's always that upper level. So I realized what's higher than any form on this earth? That's God. I went straight to the top to get help. I did not go to my mother, my father, my grandfather, my grandmother. I went straight to the top. And the one that sits the highest is God. So that's where I draw my strength. But those are the things that led me to this this path that I'm on, is the good influencers. And and I, I like to just say, too, is that I find you guys very influential. Because it takes a lot to to come out of that addiction. I see that. And not many people do, it seems like, because it's hard. But to break an addiction takes a lot of strength, a lot of will. I feel like it's just the same amount as not even doing it at all. You guys regained that respect. And we I see it. We all see it. And it—it, it, what I've seen, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but on Facebook there's like this trend now. Oh, I've been seven weeks sober. I've been four days sober. You know, sober is sexy. Mm. I, I see that a lot. And I would like to say that you guys are part of that wave. That part of that influence. And I like I said I observe a lot. I don't say very much, but I observe a lot and I've seen the positive impact of this 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 group. And and I'm per- I'm pretty sure it's others out there taking that chance, take, taking that that opportunity of having a better life. Appreciate that. <clears throat> um, yeah sober is sexy <laughs> Let's look at me
3: <laughs> 10 years A-ho. sexy baby A-ho. 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 But, okay. <laughs> so
4: <clears throat> really okay so what, what I heard basically was first of all you know it was that it was a conscious choice it was your faith and of course surrounding yourself with the right people the people that you already that you wanted to emulate doing positive things and that's just kind of how what, what guided you what gave you, gave you strength and uh, the courage to go on because I did. I mean, like, hey, man, <clears throat> I was a victim of that peer pressure. I was, I was always wanting to be right there in the mix, like be part of that group, because I always felt like I was missing out. Like, I, like that. That's what. I, that's what I thought I had to do. I didn't realize that I had a choice at the time. But I'm, I'm really glad that you're here and you're sharing your perspective, your story, and and the fact that um, you made a different choice. And we all have that, right? We always talk about, you know, we have a choice, and um, you know, if, if there's people out there that are listening that have never even uh, partook like you, you did, or you didn't do, I guess it would be the best way to say it. Like it just gives a lot of a lot of people strength and hope, and then you know they can say, um, they can tell their kids, okay, listen to this guy. Let's listen to what he did, and this is how he did it. So I'm really glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're you're, you're sharing um, your story with us, and the fact that you know you you're more of an observer and not a speaker. The fact that you're here and talking is, I think it's 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 an amazing thing. Thank you.
0: Yeah, no. Um, kind of going off of what he said, like was there anything specific, like anything stand out in terms of you choosing? the way that you live your life today?
2: You know, I can go down memory lane and I can think of my uncles and my even my dad. And um, like I said, I don't put no one on the spot, but going down memory lane, there are a few traumas where you can think of where it does alter any of our lives. Trauma alters our lives um, past, post-trauma. And, um, but yeah, there were times where I felt like, I was in an awkward position, you know, uh, around alcoholics. They put you in an awkward position, and I felt that awkwardness, and I felt that uneasiness. I don't know if I was going to die. I don't know if they wanted to beat me up. You know, even rape is in the question, too. Yeah. And those things makes me question, and I realize, like, it's making me uneasy So others are feeling uneasy. They're feeling the same way as me when they encounter someone that's addicted to drugs, someone that's addicted to meth, someone that's addicted to alcohol. People feel uneasy. So what's the benefit of all of that to make you feel better? You know, the one that's taking it? Because the rest of us, we feel uneasy. We feel unsafe. We don't know what's going to happen and it really is down to life or death in those situations and i think right away when i was in that situation i decided i don't want others to feel uneasy and i think that's why i didn't that's part of the reason why i didn't want to do it is because i want people to feel safe mm-hmm. i want people to feel comfortable i want <clears throat> people to succeed and i want people to thrive and and live a good life and be happy and choose happiness not not hate love and alcohol was not that and drugs was was not that so i had to go the other route how can i make people feel happy how can i encourage people with good words and that's god you know god has many denominations now and i go to um uh, mount crow worship center out in prior uh assemblies of god church and it's a pentecostal church and Going there, I chose that since heck, I chose that since eighth grade, mm. and I've been there ever since. And now I'm a co-pastor, forgot to mention. Uh, I used to be a youth pastor, but now I'm a co-pastor to the church. And every believer, I'm not saying that I'm immune to <laughs> anything, but we all have our shortcomings. But to choose God, to choose good, each day you have that choice. And even moments, you wake up happy, you might go to bed sad. But every, every breath that you take is an opportunity to make it better. And that's what I choose and that's what I've seen. And thank you, Randy, for bringing that up. It, it, is, it did bring me back to memory lane of why I chose not to do it. Because it makes you feel uneasy, you know, around that stuff. And thank you.
0: Yeah, no problem, man. I think it, it it's really good to see your perspective on things. And one of the things that I notice is that you are a deep thinker. Like you're not satisfied with surface level type. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, and the way that I say that is like, man, it, it took a lot of, the way that you answered that question and saying like, not to put anybody else on the spot, but you touched on something like, I feel uneasy, and because I feel like this, I don't ever want to put anybody else through the way that I'm feeling now. And I feel like a lot of that is like feeling like the burden of God on your heart, right? Like, and one of the things that I admire, bro, is really like you have been planted and you can see the growth, especially in this generation because there's not a lot of people who serve the way that you've served in one place, and that's why they do not grow. Because that plant is always picking up and going to somewhere else. Mm. It's picking up and it's going, oh, I've been serving here for five years and I'm not the co-pastor no more. So I'm not the co-pastor yet. So I'm going to go over here to this next place and I'm going to see if I can get on a team there. Or I may have served like, and I'm not talking about anybody in particular, but I think that's a, a bigger picture of the rest of society. Right. Like we we sacrifice and we give so much, but really at the heart of it, like even what we're doing, like is service work. How can I help you? Mm. How can we be of service to you Amen. rather than how can I get onto that stage and that platform? Right. But it's more like how can I speak life into you that don't carry life right now? And you also said something important, like, man, like, I chose God. Mm. And I feel like even, like even in praying, bro, like, and I don't mean to turn this into like a church service, but, <laughs> but, it, but, it, but it is almost like we always pray and we ask God for stuff. Mm. And rarely do I ever encounter somebody who says, God, I love you. I don't understand what's going on right now. I don't see everything that's going on right now. But today I choose to love you. I trust you. You're my rock. You're my fortress. You're my refuge. You're the one that I run to when things get tough. And I'm preaching to myself right now. Because there's something that happens when we speak words of life. Right? Like when we say, God, I trust you. Man, I trust you. That's right. There's power in that word. Saying that I'm stepping out beyond me, and I'm choosing to trust somebody whose ways and whose thoughts are higher than mine. And I feel like, man, like, Doug, it's remarkable to see the journey, like, at, at your age not that wisdom comes in age but you've observed through other people's actions and shortcomings and decided hey that's not the way that I want to go and you've been set apart and I think that's remarkable bro thank you it it's uh, it, it it's so awesome to see somebody moving in such authenticity
2: thank you you know there was, I want to add to that too that you're right i was set apart but it's a choice just like any of us we choose to be set apart but at the same time you have to make that choice personal choice and once you go through that separation you have to be prepared that you're not gonna you're not gonna have friends and i Mm. see that i see that with the addiction and there i see it all over facebook they say oh you know I guess they were not the real friends. They were not the real ones because all they want to do is drink or all they want to do is that. It doesn't take someone to participate in it to realize that. You can see it already. And I see it. You, the, the moment that you probably quit is probably the moment you lost a hundred friends on Facebook. Mm. And, and I see that. And, but you know what? In the Word of God, it tells us that There is a narrow road, and it's only enough for you in God. You know, it's only enough for you to walk on. No one else to link arms. No one else. It's just you. And the only company that you have on that narrow road, narrow path, is God. You look up. As the scripture says, look up, because your redemption draws nigh. So when you're on that narrow path, metaphorically speaking, when you're Walking the red road, when you're separating yourself from the addiction, you're alone on that road. But look up, because your redemption draws nigh. And who is up there? God. See, God is always there with you through thick and thin, the good days, the bad days, even the setbacks. He's still with you. And there's in that scripture it says, "Be ye separate." Be holy, for I am holy. See, God is not here to satisfy your wants, to satisfy you. He's here to make you holy. And to be holy is to touch the unclean. Mm -hmm. But thank you, Randy. And that's, I feel like I was getting too much praise there. But God, (laughs) God, but thank you, thank you. Uh, God, I really do feel like this earnestness inside of me that just knows that he deserves more than what we, what we say, what, what we do. Even going to church, he deserves more than that. Even giving our, our money to the poor, he deserves more than that. You can always do more. And see, that's where I feel like I'm not doing enough. Mm-hmm. But it pushes us to do more. That mentality, that artist mentality, saying I'm not good enough, I'm, it's not perfect, pushes you more. Use that negative into a positive. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, he who is in me, which is life, mm. is greater than he that is in the world, which is death. I swallow up death so I can produce life. And that scripture is paraphrased, but... It's very true. It's because there's so much negative out there. There's so much evil is good. Good is evil. There's so much out there. It could overwhelm just a sober-minded man. But the ones that are intoxicated right now, even the ones that are lost in addiction, it overwhelms them so much that they keep in that addiction. They keep in that substance See, this world is not getting any better. You yourself can get better, but your atmosphere, it, it's going to take a lot of work, but it has to be each individual that puts that commitment and energy and time into being better. And am I saying that you cannot be world changers? No, I'm saying that it takes time. Abraham in the Bible was 100 years old and God promised him a child. Abraham! And Sarah were 100 years old, and God said, you're going to have a child. If God told you today, and you're, you know, you're 50, 60, 70, 40, 50, and said, you're going to have a child, you're going to say, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm too old. You know, I don't have the money. I don't have the time, the energy. But God did it anyway. Why? It's because God had a purpose. And same thing with each and every one that is addicted. Even you guys here, you guys have a purpose. And you guys are living that purpose. And and I don't think it's going to stop here. It's going to go more. See, there's that mentality like I can do more. I can be more. And I just thank God that somehow I got here. And um, going back to JC's question, I grew up very... Very timid, very, very shy, and and it seemed like it's always the underdogs that God uses. I don't know about you guys, but the underdogs in the end, I believe, are first. As the scripture tells us, the first shall be last, and the last shall be first. We we are blessed through. Others, blessings. There's a scripture in there telling us that it's, it's, the, it's the foolish that support the the wise. Something like that. I paraphrased it. But God really does take care of his own. Mm-hmm. When you choose God, don't doubt, don't fear, because you're already taken care of. You mm-hmm. already are 100%. You already are perfect.
0: Yeah, no, I feel like uh feel like shouting in here. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Preach it, preach it.
2: <laughs> Go ahead.
0: Yeah, no, but uh man, I, I don't know. How did you wanna follow that up?
1: I wanted to backtrack actually. Yeah. So that's where I I, <clears throat> I wanted you to talk about, you know, back going back to high school. Um so you're a state champion. Cross country runner Oh yes so God I, blessed I, me <laughs> So I, wanna, I wanted to talk about that Just kind of Walk us through that season As far as you know Your senior year And then like running And then When you guys You shared this with me before Because we have lunch together And stuff yeah, And yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like you guys weren't even Like in the paper They didn't even mention Plenty Coos High School As a Potential winner It was a miracle And then, then you guys Like that motivated you guys But walk us through that season And then uh,
2: Final meeting. Um up north. All right. Well, going through high school, you know, I I forget to tell you that when you choose God, he blesses you and mm-hmm. he makes things happen. So, as I said before, I chose God at as an 8th grader and and being isolated from friends and this group and and people talking about parties, going into high school, you know, what they did last night. And most times I look at the videos and Really, it's just almost nothing, and yeah. either they come back to school with a black eye, or a missing tooth, or scratches, missing hair, and and <laughs> and all stinky. You know, it's like <laughs> it it I'm like I'm like, what happened last night? Yeah. You know? But I watched the videos and all that, and I seen that it really it wasn't really missing out. The thing that God told me, I prayed to God, and I told him, I said, you know what, everyone perceives this fun in the world as alcohol and parties and and even sex Mm -hmm. and and it's fun the world says but i told god i said what's fun to you god i said what is fun tell me because i want fun not what the world gives but what you give what heaven pours down that's Mm -hmm. what i want and he said to me in a small still voice in my heart he said family Mm. that was it family is fun Mm. family is love family is forgiveness mercy family is unity Mm. and after he said that i worked very hard as a freshman in high school i worked very hard to make it fun for my siblings because i'm the oldest of five so i made it very my mission to make family a priority and not to make it go above god but in my formula, and I'm pretty sure there's others that thought of this already, in my formula, in my life, it's God, family, self, God, family, self. It's never self, family, God. It's no any other, no other order. It's God, family, self. And when I did that sophomore year, I committed myself more. I started going to more church services. And as I did that, senior year came around as Josiah was trying to bring out is that i ended up becoming something i never thought i would ever become it was a champion and and uh don wetzel he uh he talked really high about the cross country team that time i think he was our guest speaker my senior year as we graduated don wetzel was our guest speaker and he brought up all my accomplishments and it felt so good you know going from a timid kid shy kid to someone that that became a champion but not only that but I also prayed because you're wondering why I can speak to you right now is cuz I'm not shy I'm not timid I lost that God took that and God can take anything that you ask and I asked in high school I said God I don't want to be shy no more I don't want to be timid no more I want to be powerful I want to be encouraging I want words of wisdom I need all of that in order to move forward. And he gave me that. I ended up becoming valedictorian for my class, small class, but still, I was valedictorian. And I got to speak in front of a lot of people, a lot of natives. And not only that, but a state champion. I got to speak at a, like a, like a, kind of like a celebration dinner and i got to speak in front of the parents to my cross country teammates all that and then it led me into college i got a scholarship for running and being valedictorian two things that you that would set someone up for college everything was paid for at rocky i went to rocky mountain college here in bellings and and it was it was good everything felt good everything felt right and in somewhere along the way I lost what I was chasing, and and I tried to stay with God, right? And this is where my shortcoming comes in is, is it was not so much what I thought that college was going to be. And, and sure, there was, like, some culture shock, all that, but, you know, I lost myself, but I felt like backing away from college, and I'm not saying college is bad. It, it's good, but I dropped out. After my third third year, and I felt like I got closer to God. And in the end, I realized that, you know, college is really good. Degrees are awesome. High-paying jobs, you know, go for it. But I realized that God wants me more than if I was chasing some dream. Dream that was not his, right? Mm. And And so I got closer to God and that's when it opened that door to being having more time with youth pastor having more time with co-pastor and and that title that position and so with that i i realized also that we're not very we're not here very long as humans you know aside from color aside from race we're all humans we're we're part of the human race, all of us. Mm. doesn't matter what you are. You all bleed red. And and I realize that we only get 100 years. And I always say 100 years, but the average life expectancy in America is 70 years. You're guaranteed 70, 70 years, maybe less or maybe more. But the average man, ab- average woman lives up to 70 years in America. And – but. Just in that small time frame, there's billions of years. Billions of years. And that's why some men want to make, make, a, make a name for themselves. But really, you're going to be forgotten. But see, that's the scary part of it. But the hope of that is that you choose something that's unseen. Choose something that's eternal. Something that goes on forever. And that's God. And that's your soul. That's the spirit inside of you. The things you cannot see, it lives on forever. And sure, you can be nice and smile and shake hands with everybody and talk good. But really, it's between you and God. Between you and the creator. There's no other way of trying to escape death. No one no one ever has. It's going to come for all of us. And I, I don't mean to make this dark, but... <laughs> I just feel like (laughs) Randy said that I'm a deep thinker and I see why I got to death and, (laughs) and, but death is very real and I don't want to shine, shine on it, but we have to know that it's there. Yeah. Or else we're living an illusion throughout our whole life. And once you think about the ending makes you appreciate your beginning, makes you appreciate your present, your now.
0: No,
3: and
0: when I said, like, deep thinker, I didn't want you to take that negatively. It's just more like, I think when I think of myself, I'm not satisfied with, hey, how's the weather? Oh, yeah, yeah. If I ask you, like, how are you doing? I want to know, like, how are you doing? Like, yes. for real, like, you know, let, let's talk. Let's get to know each other. Like, that's what I mean. Mm. Um, yeah. So right you. On. Right on. Uh, do you guys
1: have any follow-up questions or anything anything burning
3: (laughs) (laughs) jc
4: we gotta bring that up uh no uh, that was that was really good um
1: speechless yeah no that was really good and um thank you for sharing and i didn't really have any other questions i thought you did a really good job so i'd say you're off the hot seat and i wanted to give you the floor as far as if you have any questions for us
2: Yes, I have a um, a few questions. So, and you guys are all here, and you guys all experience um, making that transition too. Yeah. What each of you, really briefly, I just want to know, like, what's that key uh, moment, that key memory that transitioned you, made you push to sobriety. Mm. I just real briefly. I just want to hear each of you.
1: So I mean. <clears throat> For me, it was like I knew what it was to give up and say, like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to see what it was not to give up, you know, staying away from the fuck it. Because, like, that's a thing in recovery and, like, addiction. Um, we got to stay away from the fuck it. So I was like, okay, I want to I wanna see what my life becomes if I don't quit and go back to the bottle. You know, so that,
0: in a nutshell. Yeah. What about you, JC? <laughs> I was waiting for you.
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> <Yuck>. um,
4: <laughs> the actually, I mean, really, it was, wasn't really any one thing. But if I had to point to something, it was the fact that I was tired of, I was tired of hurting, and I was tired of hurting others. I like my my kids, my parents, my family, my community, my people, all of that. I, I just got tired of being part of that destruction, part of that that thing that made you uncomfortable i got got tired of that because that was me i was right up in there doing all that dumb shit and i just got tired of the destruction and i got tired of you know all the consequences of that And, and um really just understanding that 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 i had i had a choice i always you know we we there's a lot of us that we, we think there there is no other choice. That's the only thing we can do. But yet you or you are sitting here living proof that we do have a choice. We could we I could have won another way. I didn't, but you know, there's I mean that hindsight is twenty twenty. But the fact that I did not want to be part of that destruction anymore.
2: That's good. That's a really good answer. Thank you.
0: Yeah. No, that is really good. Um, I kind of started opposite of like yours, right? Like I grew up early, uh, just like these guys, um, consuming substances. But on November seventh, two thousand and fourteen, I overdosed, and come to find out, like what I had suffered from was an air embolism. And I'm actually like writing a book about it right now, called "The Heart of uh, the Heart of a Father." But it details the circumstances surrounding that event. And in that, in that overdose, I made it to the emergency room and was lifted up from my bed, like out-of-body experience, seeing my daughter in real time, who was one at the time, uh, turned one a month before this happened on October 7th of 2014. And I prayed a uh, sincere prayer, like, Hey, God, you know, don't let my daughter grow up without me. And when I prayed that prayer that bubble that was coursing through my body, it popped and I went right back to the emergency room. Um, But it was there, you know, like I prayed that sincere prayer, like, because I grew up, like, hating God. I didn't like him. I didn't want anything to do with him. Like, all I knew was, like, you know, not to be a sad sad story, but, like, all I knew before then was hurt and pain, you know? And, man, it was the best decision I've ever made because now my daughter... And I say it all the time, I'm always singing her praises, but she's ranked number one in the nation in the 85-pound division. She's ranked number three in the 70-pound division. Um, She's training right now to go to regionals. We're going to Boise next week. And then at the end of the month, we'll be going to Kansas City, Missouri uh, for nationals where she's trying to get her three-peat on. You know, so, you know, like it's like it really took – almost losing my life. Like you said something earlier about like, it really is about life and death. And, and, and I feel like I came to that moment. I I think it's Deuteronomy 34 where you choose like life or death, you know, and I chose to live life. And from that day forward, like I, you know, it's been a battle. It's been, it, it hasn't been easy. um, But yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful to be where I'm at. I'm grateful to be in my daughter's life. I'm grateful to be, you know, of service, um, grateful to call these guys my bros, like, you know, um, just really grateful for the influence that I guess we've cultivated through through the assistance and, and the guidance of God, mm-hmm. you know, um, to be able to be here and share life with thousands of listeners.
2: Well, thank you, you. Know? thank you. Yeah. I actually got chills when yeah. you said that, when the little bubble popped yeah, and you just went back down. That sincere prayer... God didn't just bring you back to life, but he gave you more. Yeah. Mm. See, that's what I'm saying is that mm. that more that you want, it's attainable. Yeah. yeah. And you can get it, but you have to keep pushing and be sincere. I feel yeah. like that's the word tonight. Mm. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to take over anything, but <laughs> it's to be sincere. <laughs> you're trying to preach. your, with <laughs> your <guesses laughs> In your nose, you know, mm-hmm. be sincere. And thank you, Randy. That was really good. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Thank you for coming on and sharing your story. Thank you.
1: Yeah, Thank definitely. You. We're going to have to have you back. Yeah. Co-host. Revival. We'll, yeah. We'll just have a
0: revival podcast.
3: <laughs>
0: we have a revival service that <laughs> will play perpetually.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just like right that.
0: <there>. No. Uh, <laughs> that's good. That, that's for when I go on my ten <laughs> <laughs> When
1: he starts there, when he ain't even trying to preach.
0: That, that's where that nickname comes from, because you're like, you...
1: You know, he did the same thing. Preachers
0: do that, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah we're,
1: what was it? I was doing that YouTube channel. Yeah! Then he kept saying that on there, so I started calling him that.
0: He said, I ain't even trying to
3: preach. <laughs> <laughs> so I started, started oh, calling okay. him that. I didn't okay. know how
0: to separate. At the time, like, I was so full of, like, yeah, I didn't know how to separate, you know? Yeah, uh, it's all good. It's But It's all good. But it's crazy. I want to touch on something. You say, yeah. like... You were talking about like addiction and all that, but like man, something that we've come through to sobriety too was like the opposite of addiction. It's connection is connection, and I would take that even deeper to be like connecting with your.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Vertically, right? Like no, I think what he, what you guys were talking about too. You guys both kept saying it was like I chose God, and that's what like for me. Okay, yeah, that's what I did when I came to the red road. When I started walking the red road, I chose God. Because that relationship started again. Yeah, you know that
0: connection. Yeah, that
1: connection with God, the connection with my higher she power, baby. Because, like any recovery program, no, no matter what you say, no matter blah blah blah, every recovery program includes God. It's a spiritual program. Yep. You have to choose God. So I like that. you're right on point with that.
2: Yeah. yeah. No, that makes yeah. sense. Because
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was the same. Before I came to Red Road, before I sobered up, like I hated God. I didn't even believe in God. I was like I was like Nacho Libre's
3: friend. <laughs> I believe in
1: science. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's where I was. I mean that's how far like gone I was in my thinking. Yes. That I didn't believe in God. I thought we were all big mistake and that we were some kind of big bang theory happened and I, we're all just happened by chance. Yeah. That's where I was.
2: You know they say that the number one enemy is you. Oh, yeah. It's yourself. It's not the devil. It's not Satan. No, you're the enemy. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm not, no, just point, kidding. Point it right at you. me. Not, <laughs> no, you're not the enemy, but it's yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. yourself. It's your inner self. You have to conquer that first. Mm. And I feel like that's what you did oh, in yeah. order to reach God. You yeah. have to conquer yourself in order to have that connection back with God. Mm. And that's what you did first. And that's yep. what I've seen. And same thing with Randy. He had to strip down his pride and say, God, I need you. No. Then God said, I'm here. Yep. So I've, I've always been, been here. here. I've always been here.
1: Yes, sir. <clears throat> what did I say? Got to learn how to get out of our own way. Yeah. 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 And not too so many words.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I
4: spiced it up a little bit, but we're kind of on a theme here, so I'll just keep it clean. All right. All right. Right
0: on. Yeah, we got to start calling Josiah a Paso over here because he's a builder. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. I'll, just, I'll stick with the street chief Messiah.
3: <laughs>
1: I ain't haven't used that in a while. I
0: <laughs> oh, my
1: God. It's so funny when uh, Reverend Harmon called me that.
3: <laughs>
5: street chief Messiah.
1: On <laughs> <laughs> here. remember about a couple years ago. Man, but, no, yeah. yeah go uh, any go. closing thoughts? Any closing words? Anybody?
4: No, I just want to say thank you again. I hope for coming on and sharing everything that you have, man, I you're you're an inspiration. Um I know you said earlier it's like, "Oh, I think I got a little bit too much praise there," but you deserve every bit of it because not only are you a living, walking, talking example of what's possible, you're like an inspiration and you're a model to all those younger ones coming up saying this guy didn't go that way. He didn't have to go that way. He went this other way, and he's doing just fine. And just, so- like,
2: just like others before me. Like mm-hmm. I mentioned, there's yeah. Fanny, and there's Rusty in prior community. Like those are the ones that I strive for. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you're right. There's probably others out there that are like, oh, Bryce didn't touch it. And I can do that too. Yeah, yeah. And even better, I can mm-hmm. do more than what he did. And I think that's it, is to inspire the next generation. Mm-hmm. Yes sir And and sir. don't
4: ever Don't ever sell yourself short Man Cause you are a true warrior mm. For real In every Thank sense you. of the word Thank mm-hmm.
2: you I, I accept that Yeah
1: Yeah No I appreciate you coming on man I love you And very proud of you And how far you've come And not touching the alcohol And all that And I, I enjoy our uh, Our lunches together So we'll continue to do that Nice Alright Yeah, yeah. Thank But you um Yeah With that we'll sign off Yeah Let's right. go all right, you ready there DJ? I think so. All right. So, to all our listeners out there on Flat Flatters, we love you. We appreciate you. And to our unspoken words disciples, keep spreading unspoken words gospel Billy Graham style. Ha <laughs> ha hey. hey. Be
3: kind to yourself. 23. We'll see you at 167
1: good. 24 will be ah, even better. It
3: chick. <laughs> What's the other one? <laughs> okay then.
0: Spoken words, I'm trying to get out my head Plug in the mic and leave nothing on set Now sit back, relax, and listen to some real talk Now sit back, relax, and listen to some real talk